Hi, it's Mike Stiles, and this is This Week in the Metaverse, your weekly newscast that keeps you up to date on everything that isn't real and yet is. Subscribe now and stay oh so ahead of the curve. It's March 7th. Let's see what happened this week. Biggest story on the planet is Ukraine and the big crypto exchanges are involved. Well, that is to say there are people trying to get them involved. Ukraine's vice prime minister asked the major exchanges like Coinbase and Binance to freeze all Russian and Belarus accounts. So far, those companies have replied with, "Mm, yeah, that's okay, we're good. They're saying helping to stop a monster imposing a global human tragedy would be counter to their ideals and fly in the face of why crypto exists. It is true that freezing crypto could hurt innocent Russian citizens. Coinbase is sanctioning people or entities in Russia as required by law, but that's where they draw the line. Binance said it will donate at least $10 million in humanitarian aid. They're being investigated by the U.S. government for alleged money laundering and insider trading, so it's a good time for them to be doing something good. You know the main complaint against most of the things we talk about here? That it's all an enormous, ungreen, environmental eco-hog. Oink, oink. However, there's a change in how the cryptocurrency Ether gets mined and transactions validated that's predicted to make the Ethereum blockchain network 99.95% less energy sucky. And the Ethereum blockchain is where most NFTs get created. Quick course, mining crypto requires a ton of computer juice to solve a big, hard math problem. That's called proof of work, kind of like what you have to show to your parole officer. Ethereum is trying to replace that with proof of stake, where crypto holders vote to approve legit transactions, then get rewarded with newly created cryptocurrency over time. That means lower energy costs, fewer hardware requirements, faster transactions, lower operational expenses, and more decentralization. And I guess, happier birds? Are you sick and tired of hearing about the coronavirus COVID-19 Delta Omicron bat or possibly pangolin virus? Well, too bad because COVID has come to NFTs. An anonymous, and aren't they always anonymous, somebody with the username Baynico pretty much figured out a way to turn an NFT into an infectious disease. What does that mean? It means it's spread. It landed in almost 100,000 wallets, whether the owners of those wallets wanted it or not, and I bet most of them didn't. The NFT virus creator, the typhoid Mary of the metaverse world, did it to make a point that the NFT trend has turned pervasive and it feels like being infected with a virus against your will. I was infected with a virus against my will and spent seven days in ICU. I can tell you it's not like that at all. The self-proclaimed NFT supervillain says they distributed 10 variants of a COVID-themed NFT and the largest JPEG drop in the history of blockchains. Haptic feedback sometimes gets a lot of pushback. See what I did there? That's what haptic feedback is. Feeling like something's pushing back. See, it's funny because there's an irony to... All right, let's just move on. What haptic feedback is, is really hard to do well. But a startup called Emerge has come up and out with the Emerge Wave 1. 
It's a device that pairs with a VR headset and pours ultrasonic waves out all over you so you can feel virtual objects and sensations. The device itself is a panel measuring about 10 by 11 that sits on a table like a Lazy Susan. Then it spits out 3D ultrasound above it like one of those clown sprinklers. Let me know if I lose you. When you hold your hands out over the device, you can feel that force as tactile points that map to the virtual objects you're seeing through the VR headset. No controllers are needed, just nature's controllers, meaning your hands. It's always interesting to hear what real-world companies are buying into the crypto system because that will eventually carry over into how those brands plan on operating in the metaverse. For instance, you'll probably want to watch movies in the metaverse, which would really be, of course, you watching yourself watching a movie. So much better than the real thing, right? Anyway, AMC Theaters has announced that starting March 19th, they're going to let you pay for movie tickets with Dogecoin and Shiba Inu online. You'll be able to do that on their app later in April. AMC is the biggest movie exhibition company in the world, by the way. They were already taking Bitcoin, Ether, Litecoin, and Bitcoin Cash through PayPal. So now you have a few new non-fiat ways to pay when you head out to see that six-and-a-half-hour Batman movie. Likewise, what's L'Oreal going to bring to the metaverse? You guessed it, makeup and cosmetics and skincare stuff that your avatar can slather on. They filed 17 patents so they can provide virtual versions of their products. Now you might ask, if you can craft your avatar to look exactly how you want it to, why would you need makeup to cover up flaws that only you yourself could have given your avatar? Because you're worth it. Says so right there in their ads. Seems to me if you want your avatar to have redder lips, push the redder lips button for God's sake. But French cosmetics companies never care what I think, so you'll be able to download virtual makeup, skin care, hair care, even perfume. Procter & Gamble entered the metaverse last year with Beauty Sphere, and L'Oreal had already released its first collection of NFTs featuring art promoting gender equality. Gender equality is awesome, but those NFTs didn't do that great. That's all we've got for you this week. Again, don't forget to subscribe so you can catch this every week, and we'll be here next time.